You are now listening to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, Episode 2, A Day in the Life of. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe, uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah. Hello, everyone. Sarah here with my husband, Christopher. Hello. We are reaching you from Palomino, Colombia. So for those of you who haven't listened to our first episode of our podcast, I highly recommend that you go back, go back now listen to it, all of it, because it explains in a lot more detail why we're in Colombia. But for those of you who have been up to date and following our journey, we are currently backpacking and we started in Cartagena uh, about a week ago and have made our way through multiple different towns of Colombia and it's been a very interesting ride so far adventurous to say the least and if for for those of you who do not know where cartagena is cartagena is on the caribbean and we've traveled up the coast uh to santa marta and taganga stayed there for a few nights and now we find ourselves here in palomino yeah, um, and before we get to that, um, let's just say this first, this second episode will be about a little bit about our journey so far, you know, about the little towns we've stayed in so you can get an idea of where we are and what we've been doing, but we have a treat for you. We are actually going to be interviewing a lovely Colombian grandmother who runs her own tiny little cafe attached to her house in her front yard in this little tiny town right on the beach. So stay tuned for that, and you'll get to kind of see a peek inside of a Colombian woman's life, as well as get some insight on how she perceives holistic health and how maybe the country does as well. So we're excited to bring that to you. I wish you could try her food because it's pretty damn good. It's really good. And she's just such a lovely lady. Her name is Leda, L-E-D-A, Leda. And she speaks very well English, um, but she just has a heart of gold. And her energy is what has drawn us to choose to interview her. So, but anyway, I guess we could start off really quickly and talk about Cartagena for a bit. That was a cute little Spanish colonial European influenced town. Very busy, busy, busy. Yeah, but it was nice. You had um, you had small cafes on the corner, people hanging out, drinking coffee. You know, just a really a large community that comes together, and it, it really comes alive at night. We stayed uh, close to. Uh, the Trinidad Plaza, and there you'll see a lot of families congregating, friends congregating, hanging out. Watching uh, the children play soccer. (laughs) Which was uh, quite entertaining. It's really nice because they're not all cooped up inside watching TV or on their computers. Everybody makes it a point to, after school and after work, to sit with each other, whether it's over a beer, over a cup of coffee or tea, or just sitting there. You'll see people sitting everywhere, just sitting in the park, sitting on the benches, just sitting and not looking on their phones. It's absolutely 
um, it's incredible. <laughs> Man, and talk about some cool art. Oh, yeah. They have graffiti art all over the walls. Cartagena is actually a walled city. It's confined inside walls um, from the Spanish colonial times. And while the history is kind of sad, it's really rich. Very, very rich. We took a graffiti art tour. This Belgian guy, <laughs> he was pretty cool. He reminded me of Christoph Waltz, the actor. But um, <laughs> Same accent, for sure. Uh, and humor, and I guess the characters. Yeah. I don't know Christoph Waltz, but the characters he plays. So we did a lot in Cartagena. Walked around, sweated our asses off. It's super hot here. But we met a lot of wonderful people. So far, Colombians have been probably my favorite people that out of all the countries I've traveled. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Every country has its own character and, um, you know... Vibe. Vibe and energy. Um, but the people of Colombia, and again, not to take away from anybody else that we've met um, along our travels, but the people of Colombia are just so kind and friendly and... Um, I, I can't really find the words to describe um, the way I feel about them. Well, they don't they don't try to rip you off for one thing, which is always nice. <laughs> very nice, you know. They have like systems and they follow them. And just because you're a foreigner, they don't think they can get more money out of you. Sure, maybe on the street selling fruit and vegetables, but who wouldn't try to do that? You know, they do that to probably their own people. <laughs> um, but it's, they offer up a lot of information, extra information to help make sure that your day is good and that you're doing everything that you should be in that area. They, um, they're very patient with our Spanish. Yeah, I'd say so. They will actually encourage you to try and speak Spanish. Although even though some of them may speak English, they still encourage you to practice your Spanish. So that really helps a lot, um, especially for me since I'm still in the early phases of learning um, Sarah's definitely a bit more advanced. Um, so, you know, thank you to my lovely wife <laughs> oh. that we can actually uh, get around a little bit better. And have some conversation, which is nice. We're not just asking people how much something costs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Cartagena was great. There we met this awesome British girl and her oh, man. young daughter Anaya. Anaya. Uh, Shout out to Anaya. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're listening to this. Who knows? But Anaya, she was something else. Something else. And very special child. Four years old. And here her single mom is taking her around the world. Every chance she gets, she they go vacation to a new place. And I just I wanna give her kudos for yes. raising her child to not be forced into a box and become a sheeple person because a sheeple person, is that redundant? No, nah, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> she, uh, it's gotta be tough doing what she does. You know, we, we spent a lot of time with them and just watching her being a mother was really inspiring, especially cause we're getting to that age where we're thinking about one day possibly having children. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Naya, we, we played with her for a solid day and night, just we crawled into her imagination, and she's got quite the magical world to live in. So that was really refreshing. 
I would, I would say the other, there's been a couple other, you know, memorable moments here. Um, you know, I would like to spend an hour talking about the rest of our trip and what, you know, has taken place within what, seven days so yeah. far. <laughs> it's been a lot. It feels like it's been two months. Um, but we, on the way to Santa Marta, uh, we met three really cool people, um, from all different parts of the world, actually. One was from Israel, one was from Medellin, and the other Which one, is in Colombia. Which is in Colombia, if you don't know that already. And the uh, last one, she was from Patagonia. Mm-hmm. And the two, the Israeli and the Colombian, were are dating. And the girl from Patagonia, we all just happen to all be on the same transportation vehicle going to Santa Marta. And it's really funny because <laughs> we were lost and we didn't know how... We didn't know where we were supposed to go for our Airbnb, and the driver was speaking extremely fast. And let's just say our brains were definitely not working that day. (laughs) Yeah, at that point, I was fried because, you know, when you go to another country, the first week or so is extremely strenuous. And if anyone wants to argue against that, I think you're lying. (laughs) Because no matter how much you love traveling, it's always stressful the first few days in another country, whether you speak the language or not. You have to adapt. And as after a few days, I, uh, I did this in Namibia. I did this in Tanzania. I even did it in Costa Rica. After a first few, the first few days, my brain just shuts down. It doesn't work in English or Spanish or Swahili. <laughs> um, and so I didn't want to speak Spanish that day. Christopher surely wasn't going to get us there. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Google Translator was, but we were speaking too fast. I couldn't even type in the words. <laughs> and it helped that the Colombian lady, I believe her name was Vanessa, she happened to be on the same transportation. So she helped us out a lot. And it turns out that our hostel actually wasn't where we thought we were going. It was in the next town over, right around the corner from their hostel, which was perfect. But we spent the entire night talking about spiritual things, philosophical things, political things. And it was just really cool to connect with people of different cultures and different languages, all in English, about very deep subjects. You know? But yet we're all still like-minded. And that was really, um, you know, I think both of us can speak to this, that, you know, when you travel, you really meet a lot of people with like minds. And people that are kind of on the same wavelength, uh, so to say. Absolutely. And we, we even cooked an Italian or attempted to cook <laughs> a spaghetti dinner um, <laughs> at their hostel, but their hostel had probably one of the worst cooking utensils. <laughs> so it took us we like... We made it work. We, we made, made it, work. it work. Had we been in America with all the proper ingredients, it would have been much better. But we did what we could and all of us had a great time. I think, uh, you know, the one thing I do want to highlight, and it was of today, was the bag. The bag. The today? Bag. Yeah, the bag that I got. Oh, the bag that you got. So, well, wait, we still have to tell them about uh, Palomino. Oh, yeah. And we haven't even told them about Tanganga. I know, Tanganga. I'm just so excited about this bag. Okay, <laughs> stay tuned for the bag. We'll tell you all about the bag. But first, there's another bag story, the laundry bag story. Oh, yeah. This is crucial. (laughs) This is crucial to share with you. Pre-bag of bag story. The (laughs) pre-bag story. This isn't the real, the other bag stories, the pre-bag story. So, you know, the day that our brains were fried and we 
finally found our Airbnb, but we had to walk a little bit. Ugo's place, by the way. Shout out to Ugo. Anybody who wants to come visit Santa Marta and Taganga, highly recommend staying at Ugo's place. Very unique, beautiful little bungalow-type Airbnb. Anyway, though, we're, we're carrying all our shit, which is a lot. And we're walking down the street. And let, let's keep in mind, Taganga is a little poor. It's not as touristy or as rich as Santa Marta, but... It's And it's not like super poor. It's not as poor as some of the villages we've been in Africa. But it's struggling a little bit. And I guess according to some people, it has some drug issues and prostitution issues. But which place doesn't? <laughs> um, so we're walking down the street. And I didn't know it, but I had dropped my dirty laundry bag. And now when we got into our hotel room or our hostel room i saw that it was gone and i became extremely frustrated because it had been a really long day i had some really important items in there like the good kind of underwear that you know the what's it called exer ex officio ex officio underwear the best underwear (laughs) which was amazing and i only had two pairs so they were in the bag and some other items of clothing and I thought for sure I was like well that's gone because from my experience in other countries if you lose something on the ground it's you'll never see it again nobody's ever going to give it back to you (laughs) that might sound cynical but I've had experiences with that and so have many other people the places I've been if you lose something it's just gone forever and Chris was pissed off. I was frustrated. My underwear was in there, too. I needed those things. You did. We, we all need underwear. I guess we would have gotten by without it. And that was kind of my mentality. It was like, all right, whatever. Just let it go. But I went downstairs, and I saw the laundry bag. It was sitting on the table inside the Walden Airbnb, which was interesting because the only other person there was the cleaning lady. So I thought that the lady who was there cleaning saw the bag and put it there. And I told her thanks for the bag, but she told me in very fast Spanish, but from what my brain gathered, that a boy in the town saw the bag fall out of my backpack while we were walking to Ugo's place. And instead of taking it, like a lot of people probably would in those sorts of towns, he followed us all the way to Ugo's place and gave it to her to give to us. And it just kind of, since I had been at my wit's end, from that day it was just it restored my faith all over again that you know i don't know there are good people in the world and it sounds silly because it's just a dirty bag of laundry but yeah let's face it who wants dirty underwear (laughs) (laughs) yeah chris says he probably opened it and smelled it and was like oh (laughs) now let's give this back but it was just the principle whether it had been an iphone or a dirty laundry bag i really do believe that kid would have brought it back for sure um so, yeah, that kind of got us off to a good start with Taganga. The people were great, as usual. And then we decided to come to Palomino, which has so far been my favorite place. Yeah, in which we currently are recording this. You may hear some motorcycles outside of our window because we're in a... It's a small village and... Uh, Very small. It's a quaint little surfing town, I would call it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Almost on the border of Venezuela, it's it's beautiful. I mean, there's mountains, very lush green mm-hmm. um, mountains, to say the least. Right up to the coast. And the waves are huge, and the beach is quiet, and there's not, not a lot of people. 
but uh, it's been our favorite spot so far. They're, they're vegan, well, not necessarily vegan places to eat, but a lot of vegetarian places that will make vegan options for you, which is really progressive and pretty cool to see in such a remote place. Including Leda? Yes, Leda actually has on her sign, vegan. Which um, we took a picture of, and you may... You know, get to see it if you go to our Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, is there a way to put the picture on the podcast? No. We're still figuring this out. Anyways, and this leads us to the bag story. The real bag story. The real bag story. So the past, I don't know. Day. Day or two that we've been here, I'm seeing a lot of these Colombians. It's kind of a satchel. That'd probably be the best way to explain it, right? Yeah. A little satchel. A little satchel. Um... But both men and women wear these bags, carry around their stuff, and it looks very convenient. Instead of me lugging around a backpack every time I need to bring something, I kind of want a satchel. So it's like a handmade man purse. It's a man purse. It's a man purse. I have to say, I'm, I'm wearing a man purse. I, you know, it's I'm, a lady purse, too. I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so I've been really uh, looking for one. And they've been, you know, every shop really sells them all different colors, um, different sell, designs. They sell them for about 60000 or 70000 pesos, which is how many English dollars? Uh, English dollars in American dollars. <laughs> uh, it is about, I would say, not quite $25. So, I would say $20. You'd pay that in the States yeah. for a nice little purse bag thing, satchel. But, again, you know, I wanted to look around, and so today I asked, I go up to Leda this morning after we had uh, eaten breakfast, and I went up to her and I said, you know, how much are they charging for these bags? I didn't want to get ripped off if I was going to go buy one. I just wanted to make sure. So um, I asked her that, and we go, come back to the room, return to her place to eat lunch. A few Uh, hours later. A few hours later, and uh, we're sitting there. Talking to a really nice couple from New Zealand, by the way. We got in a deep political conversation, which was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And we're sitting there, and all of a sudden come walking. um, A group of the indigenous tribe that lives in the mountains here. And they're actually... Kogi. Yeah, yep, yep. And they actually specialize in making these bags amongst, you know, many other things. But they walk directly into the restaurant. Oh, well, the cafe area. In the cafe. They don't look at anybody else but us. They come up and show me the bag. And, of course, I'm going to say yes. But they didn't even... They talked to Leda first. They asked... They just said mochila, which... Or mochila, however you pronounce it, which is bag. And she told them, yeah. Which... So we assumed that Leda somehow got a hold of them to bring the bag to us, Right. Yeah, but uh, she told us that she did not. And first of all, she doesn't speak their language. Right, so he only knew a little bit of Spanish. And I, he just hands it over to Christopher and I. And we look at it, and I asked him how much in Spanish. And he had to ask his um, partner there what I said. And um, they told us 15,000 pesos. And me and Chris looked at each other. And we're like, are you kidding me? So anyway... We buy the bag, and they were super nice. And as they're leaving, he just waves and looks at us and says, adios, in a really, like, (laughs) happy way, and goes back the same way he came and doesn't go into any of the other cafes where other tourists are. And so Christopher and I looked at Leda, and we were like, oh, you know, thanks for, you know, 
did you call him or did you get a hold of him? And she goes, no, they just came here. I don't know who they were. <laughs> and uh, even the New Zealanders, they were started laughing. They were just like, that was weird. Like how this tribe of people just comes down the street, passes many other places, comes right in, looks at us, asks us if we want the bag. We buy it and then they leave. And it was almost like this affirmation that, you know, you are on the right path and manifestation is a real thing. That is manifestation at its finest. finest. <laughs> that is manifestation at its finest for sure. Some people wouldn't think that that's a magical moment, but for us, that's how our lives are together every day. It's just things we say we want something or need something. I swear to you, it happens. And I think that's a podcast within itself, but that's just aligning with your truth, aligning with who you are and aligning with just, you know, positive vibration. Absolutely. And I think it really speaks to that, especially considering what happened today. And, you know, these things happen a lot to us, but it wasn't so blatant as it was today. Some of them are pretty blatant. Yeah, they were. (laughs) But this one, the fact that there are just other people involved, indigenous people at that. Made it a lot more magical. So, that's the bag story. That's hope the bag you, story. I enjoyed it. It maybe wasn't as exciting. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> as it was to be there, but... And we're going to take a picture of the bag, too, so you can also check that out. Oh, and the bag is actually made out of... Um, agave. Well, it's like the plant that you extract agave from. It's like a cousin to that plant, cactus or whatever. Um, but it's like, to us, it kind of looks like hemp. But it's not hemp. And it's hand-woven. It smells like bacon (laughs) for some reason. But we can get over that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we are actually recording in our hotel room um, to pre-record before we start our interview with Leda tomorrow. Um, So if you continue listening to this podcast episode you will get to hear that interview. And we hope that you really enjoy that. And we're back, this time now with our favorite Colombian woman, our lovely Leda. She's a 51-year-old grandmother, although you would think she's 35. She looks that good. (laughs) If you hear some interruptions in the background, it's because we're sitting in her beautiful little cafe attached to her house right on the road of Carrera 6 in Palomino. So you might hear some motorcycles. You might hear some Spanish speaking. You might hear some some music. Good Latin music. (laughs) But we will do what we can do with the environment we've got. So, we already talked a little bit about Leda, um, but now we are here to ask her some questions so that you can get an idea of what it's like in a day of the life of a Colombian, particularly her. So, hello Leda, welcome. How are you? Thanks to take me to this beauty channel for help. Well, thank you so much for allowing us to ask you these questions. Um, so we can start by saying, what part of Colombia are you from? I'm from Medellin. And where's Medellin? Medellin is just in the middle of the of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like second capital of of Colombia. 
So it's more of like a city. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, the second big city in Colombia. Um, we have the best uh, moving transportation. We have a very nice people in there. Yeah. And it's a beautiful place to visit. We've heard a lot of good things about Medellin. I think yeah. we're going to head that way, aren't we? Yeah, throughout our travels, we've met, well, actually a few days ago, we were talking before, we met uh, Vanessa, who was from Medellin, mm-hmm. and she was a lovely young woman, and uh, now we have our second person here from Medellin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when and why did you decide to leave um, Medellin to come to Palomino, the town that we are in currently? What I say is uh, basically because, okay, I'm coming here with married. Oh, so you were married before. Uh, uh, yeah, I was married. Um, we say, okay, let's do something in a different place. So we saw the, they sell a bakery place. So we bought uh, the place. Um, we was make, making bakery last year, but we divorced. Okay. And Sorry to hear that. Uh, no, it, it, when happens, it, when things happen, is because it had to be like that for a reason. So, yeah. yeah <laughs> so that was great. <laughs> Thanks God. And uh, <laughs> this year, I I took three three months for my vacations to you know, and I'm coming again to Palomino for open this beauty three tables place (laughs) for those of you well obviously you can't see because we're only using a microphone but to describe her restaurant it's a very quaint little homey um how do you say how would you describe it grandmother place it's a grandmother place it's 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 attached to her house right on the street and there's only three little tables with this beautiful tree right in In the the middle middle. (laughs) and it has some leaves and branches covering with uh just a lot of greenery and she has a lot of housewarming items inside and she cooks right there in front of you by your tables it's a lovely little place you're probably about a seven to eight minute walk to the Caribbean Sea. So really we're on the road to the sea, which is absolutely uh, spectacular. Very wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your restaurant, your passion mm-hmm. for food and cooking for people. Okay, basically I'm start this with the idea to serve uh, something fresh mm-hmm. and different because the culture, Caribbean culture, uh, offer very fried food. Very fried. You cannot <laughs> escape the oil here. Much fried fruit, uh, uh, fried food. So I try to give some fresh, mm-hmm. but uh, basically I... I do my kitchen what I learned to be a mother for several years. Yeah, you had to cook for probably many children. Yeah, so what I what I bring is uh, uh, food by home, but try to have good vegetables 
and I have absolutely one choice of mm-hmm. meat that um, my famous meatballs. <laughs> yeah, she has her famous meatballs that the locals love. <laughs> Even the meatballs I do with salvao. I don't know the, <laughs> the translation in English. Like an organic meat. Salvao is the <coughs> flour that we use to make gram, 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 uh, brain bread. Oh, oh okay. wheat, wheat mm-hmm. meatballs. Yeah. Oh, that I, I, I. That's what I use for my meatballs. So that's that's why they are fresh. You know, mm-hmm. like like juices. Mm-hmm. And it's is doesn't have many fat because oh. that flavor in charge to to you know to take all the fat. Okay. Um, but that doesn't come good. Um, the, uh, at, at, at the side, I have uh, very good salads, pizzas, and arepas with vegetables. I, I bring my, my staff for the big city around here. Big, Santa Marta. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Marta, but uh, even they have, you know, some spinach, mushrooms, stuff that you can find here. Sure, because spinach doesn't grow, obviously, in the Caribbean yeah, area. Yeah, a very tropical area, so you don't see a lot of the same things that you'd find in more of a temperate climate. Right. Uh, even the mushrooms, the broccoli, yeah. you know, many things mm-hmm. that you have to to, sure. to bring from there. So I think and it's important to note that, um, you know, being in a tropical area, a lot of the locals live... Um, off of a lot of fruit as well. There's a lot of different fruit that you wouldn't be able to find, for example, um, in the northeast of the United States. Like star mm-hmm. fruit and just guava and all kinds of fruit that you can just eat on the side of the road mm-hmm. from the vendors, and it's awesome. You get a lot of your vitamins from that. Um, and as our listeners know, Christopher and I are vegan, and we try to, we do everything that we can while we're in Colombia to remain as such. It's proven to be a little bit of a challenge in some places to be 100% vegan. Um, but we've made the conscious choice to choose meals on the menu that do have, that can be altered to become vegan. So when we saw on um, Leda's menu chalkboard sign out of her restaurant on the road, we saw the word vegan. They call it <laughs> And we were so excited. And we came in here and we told her, we're happy. We see vegan on your menu. Mm-hmm. So, Leda, what made you decide to include vegan and vegetarian options on your menu? Why did you decide to do that? Oh, not because uh, I saw and I live my life in that way. Um, and I saw here at, uh, at this this time, uh, so many people try to have good health, try to eat good. For sure. Yeah, so so the people that come from everywhere around the world wants to have something fresh and good in these places. So you would say there's a demand for that type of food, that type yes. of cuisine. Yes, yes. So and it's it's easy if you have the you know the the uh, uh, vegetables and mm-hmm. good stuff. You can do 
everything and do very fun. Exactly. You it's can ha make it happens to be boring food. Yeah. You can do everything very fun Did and you very hear that? tasty. Did you hear that, meat eaters? <laughs> She just said it doesn't have to be boring food. No, no. <laughs> I, I, for nothing, you can do everything and do very, very fun food. <laughs> I'm very healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, the best part is, is when you uh, feel your body you know, doing good, your, your, uh, how to say, metabolismo? Your metabolism. Your metabolism. When you feel the body do that in the right way, you will see the good skin in you. Mm -hmm. Very good skin. You good skin. will see the good hair. You mm -hmm. will see the good nails. And even your eyes will mm -hmm. be you know, shine. <laughs> and and as, as we've seen, we've seen um, disease um, completely dissipate. Yep. And in my case, you know, which we talked about before, I had um, some autoimmune issues um, that are slowly just disappearing. Um, and this is um, within what? Just two weeks it began to disappear. But over weeks. the course of this past year, eight months maybe, yeah, eight, it's months. nearly gone. It's something completely manageable now. So mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible the power of food and what it can do for your body if you use it the right way. Totally. When you want to have conscience about it, you can, you can, you can fix where, whatever situation. For example, I know when I... Uh, Uh, absolutely, I have a really happy year because now I know that I have the power to to my to my uh, cerebro. Your your mind. In your mind. So mm -hmm. I now I know the connection, and for example, what I say when when I feel some sad for for some I don't know why, just take a good ball with papaya yes yeah. papaya you know because because the papaya have a very very good endorphins yes endorphins and yeah. they will be active where then you go to feel very well good. then of your ear that and it's just to to know that and to to feel it and to live Absolutely, you know? that's absolutely. Because if you if you if you have many information but you don't make a changes and you don't have into the into your you know into your remedios. Remedios. What is, I'm not sure. Remedies. Remedies. Uh, uh, when you made something good for something bad. <laughs> oh yeah, remedy, remedy. Yeah. When you remedy something to make something, yeah. you fix something yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. When when you know what you can you can find every 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 remedies mm -hmm. in in the food. Absolutely. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> And while the while we're on the subject of the food connection with our body, mind, and soul. Um, how, how, what do you think about holistic health? What do you think about that connection between body, mind, and soul? 
do you, obviously you feel it in the foods, um, and you see how it affects your mood and your, your health physically, mentally, spiritually. So how do you practice strengthening your connection with the three, body, mind, and soul? What do you do daily? It's, it's kind of easy, you know, because if you eat well, helpful, you know, your body going do your process very good. Just that two points make you feel good. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned you do also do yoga. Yes. On the beach, right? Yes, that's very important. You know, uh, handle the every your your thinking is is very important. It helps you to eliminate have the power stress. in your mind. Mm-hmm. If you have your mind, just go away. And they, because this is strange, the mind is processed every time, but things, you know, but, but, uh, thinkings mm-hmm. is, is strange, but the mind likes to, to be like devil. It does. It, it does, does like to be the devil. <laughs> Love it. And, it does. But, but, but the, the good news is you have the power to make that chance. So if you in the morning just say good morning, does make the difference. Before I let my feet touch the ground, I say in my mind when I wake up, thank you, thank you, thank you for yes. another beautiful day. Will be different if you take at, at the first moment and you wake up, you take your cellular phone. And connect with that, you lose your day. You lose it all. You lose it completely. You lose it. And the feeling is, yes, okay, again, the devil. Oh, you have a problem. You have a, you know, you have many things to do. And you're a bad boy because you didn't visit your mother. <laughs> and yeah, at the end of the day, you are the, ba- the, the best person in the world. Yeah, you become stressed. <laughs> Absolutely. So you do yoga. You eat healthy. Mm-hmm. You obviously are happy because you're always laughing and smiling and cooking for others, which makes them happy. So it's like a give and take relationship there. Mm-hmm. And I think the best that I do is do what I want. You do what you want. You know, and that's something I'd like to interrupt for a second. That's something that Americans in the United States tend to have a problem with because we're so focused around work that we feel guilty doing what we want. We feel like we're doing something Even they wrong. are doing what supposed to have to do. What right. society tells you to do rather than you what see? your heart tells you to do. You mm-hmm. see? So she does what she wants. She's happy doing what she wants. Uh-huh. And I think that's really inspirational for others to hear. Absolutely. I'm doing something that my family doesn't approve. Really? <laughs> because, you know, I have good economy. My family is good. My my towels are very good. They Her live children in Miami. Live in Miami and they Canada. They live in Canada. They have, you know, everything. So this is kind I'm getting back. It's like you're reverting. Yeah, 
because um was uh, the the plate and was uh, the bowls and clean everything i made the food mm-hmm. um look like like uh, you know like like a chef like a chef with, with the you know with the lights like <laughs> and everything <laughs> but the point is it made me happy at this point of my life mm-hmm. So that's what I have to do. And I think the other thing, you know, I remember you, the other day you mentioned that you enjoy being in the nature. And that was the other side of it, of why you're also here, just being yeah. in the nature. Yeah. And I think that's really important, too, because that nature um, really makes you feel peaceful inside. Yeah. The it birds. gives you that tranquil feeling. Yes. Watching the birds. The yes. But, but the point is, if you have the real connection with that because you can came here um you know at the first point you feel amazing and road but stay here for a long time with mosquitoes <laughs> with power lights problem with water uh, comes problems with uh, a storm with with a uh, sea uh, leaves furious all the time. Yeah, uh, you know it's coming kind of uh, the street every time. Go power and your nose is 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 difficult. But when you have the real connection, you didn't see nothing of that. That's true. You just see the beauty sky in the morning, mm-hmm. the beauty mountains around you. You go to the sea and you just think how you look, how you look at you are. Right, and it's 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 just goes to show how perspective, your how you view yes. things affects the way things actually are. Yeah, because you are so grateful to have what you have that even the bad, the tiny bad things and the big bad things don't seem to be as bad when you have. Of the things you can connect with, I think the 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 point and the words is that word that you say grateful. Grateful, yeah, yeah, being grateful, yeah, because there are people in other places who have things so much worse, but there are also people who have things so much easier that are miserable. Because mm-hmm. they don't appreciate what they mm-hmm. do have, they only see the bad things. There's the difference when you have the real happiness in you, mm-hmm. in your soul. If you have your happiness in your new job, in your new car or your new blouse or your new boyfriend or your new or husband in your <laughs> new husband or in your beautiful green eyes you have to be graceful just to 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 breathe was it was it to breathe to breathe uh-huh if you start to be happy with that with this you have everything Right. And the, the 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 that other things is just coming. Sure. Happiness and easier. And it can leave because it's all and temporary. And it can leave. It yeah. Can leave and because it... you are your happiness. Mm-hmm. You're grateful, and that's it. 
Absolutely. Well, I really enjoy hearing your perspective on that and to know that it's not limited to United States. You see it. Columbia actually has a lot of holistic healing centers all around the country there. Yeah. In fact, a van drove by today That's called right. Bio, Na- Bio Nature or something or other. It had a, a, mic- a megaphone blaring an advertisement for a natural store, yeah. a healing. And it's refreshing to see that it's so accepted here because for some reason I didn't think... I mean, within, I would say, a two-hour ride from, from Santa Marta to Palomino, we saw maybe about four different hostels that were dedicated strictly to holistic healing, to mm-hmm. Reiki, to all different other uh, energy work. Acupuncture. Acupuncture, massage, yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. herbs, you know, like the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm walking down this village. And I see four different signs for organic food, for yes. vegan food. For, mm-hmm. So this movement is not just limited to one area. It's it's all around um, yes. the world now. It's really traveling fast. And, yes. Um, Even is, in the big cities, yep. they are made it, uh, you know, uh, terrace in, in her own little apartments. They're making what? You know, uh, like, like terrasas, like, uh, like balconies. Oh, terraces and yeah. there they put uh you know the little uh, plants like albahaca like oregano like uh, you know that herbs. Kind of, the, the herbs and they eat it's uh, directly in, mm-hmm. in is is a good movement around that it is and plants are medicine <laughs> so there's a lot of tourists in this town a lot of foreigners that come to enjoy Palomino and Colombia, but particularly Palomino. Palomino. Um, what is your favorite thing about having... Oh, <laughs> see those motorcycles? They're everywhere. What is your favorite thing about having tourists come to your town? And what is your least favorite thing mm-hmm. about having tourists? And you don't have to be shy... We, we understand, so you won't hurt our feelings. <laughs> no, I don't feel shy. Um, it's very good for me, like Colombian, uh, you know, see difference, but really different culture around... Different cultures. This, yeah, around this little place. Mm-hmm. Because even the, the people from out was... Uh, they uh, discover this place for the Colombian people too, mm-hmm. because this place uh, was the really violence area in Colombia. It was a violent area. Yeah. So we never came came here. Never. Mm. We we can't imagine how how come here. Um, they start to come three years ago. Three years ago, yeah, so and, and they, wow. uh, yes, very young, and they give uh, Palomino the developing tourists. Okay, it wasn't the Colombian people, so that's amazing because because it's important to us, uh, you know, feel and live this beauty area. 
So since that time, the Colombian people can come with more security. Uh, It's not just war, it's politics and and other things coming through to to that uh, may happen. But absolutely the the people from out was who discovered this this place and um, put to us like like tourist place right so that's beauty i think the badness i don't know some some guys comes crazy <laughs> some guys are crazy they come here. <laughs> they they are still living here <coughs> and they go come like 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 uh, in the in the bad way of of hippies Oh, the bad hippies. I'm not hippie. I'm hippie. I don't, uh, you know. We're hippies. <laughs> we, we're hippies, but we have projects, you know, mm-hmm. with, with, we are doing with, uh, with our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, this play is kind of very uh, good um, freedom that they feel very comfortable, too much comfortable. And they uh, uh, still around the streets like like out mine. Okay, so you're saying some of the <laughs> tourists um, get too comfortable here, and maybe they're on drugs or they're just too in the clouds, is what we say in the yeah. clouds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand. That's the only point, but 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 what I say here the what what the area moves is love good good well one more question then and then we have a health tip a free health tip coming to our listeners but one more question for Leda. not a lot of people particularly americans think to come visit colombia especially because our media our news channels and things sometimes make colombia sound dangerous, right? So a lot of uh, people are scared to come to Colombia. And I want to ask you if there's one thing about Colombia that you would like foreigners to know, um, what would that be? Mm-hmm. If there's one thing about Colombia that you would like these people to know, what would that be? I think there's several paradise around this country. There's several paradises around here. Yeah, you can find falls, you can find mountains, you can find seas and uh, little towns, big cities. It's, it's like, uh, like a rainbow color. A rainbow <laughs> color, I like that. That's a great analogy. Yeah, here you can find whatever you want to find and the plan that that's better for your choice you can take it too and is 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 very good for for as uh, people from out because the money mm-hmm. uh, is is uh you know uh, uh, you while while the colombia have uh one one peso mm-hmm. 
you can change your dollar for yeah. two or three in so Europe. Yeah, yeah so very it's the dollar is yeah. strong. So yeah. it's very cheaper for from from stranger foreigners for, yeah. for foreigners. Is very very cheap and uh, usually they make a round trip from Colombia. <laughs> we never done. <laughs> Just as we're doing, we're heading down to Ecuador and Peru, and we're uh, exploring as much as we can in South America. Yeah, well, we've absolutely fallen in love with Colombia. It's been um, it's been really a pleasure to be here and just enjoy the community especially the one we're in right now in Palomino I love the people here everybody um, again as we talked about earlier is extremely welcoming so it's yeah. been absolutely wonderful so this brings us to drum roll <laughs> the tip of the day how tip of the episode of the episode unless we want to or do the- an episode every day good <laughs> Um, so, food, cilantro in particular. I picked cilantro today because cilantro is an extremely powerful detoxifier of the body, specifically heavy metals. Um, we are all full, every single one of us is full of mercury, lead, believe it or not, arsenic, aluminum, um, dangerous copper, uh, and the list goes on. And what cilantro helps us to do, and and those heavy metals, um, you know, you can see the detox and cleansing manual on our website. You go under to soulandwonder.com and you can find that manual on there. I've listed a bunch of different um, ways to detoxify the body, um, as well as the toxins that are free floating around and what they're causing and the problems that they're causing within the body. But back to cilantro, cilantro actually um, attach itself to a lot of these heavy metals and it will actually extract them out of the body. So if we incorporate, um, I know a cup sounds a lot, one cup, but if you can at least get a half a cup of cilantro a day, you want to juice it. you want to, you want to put it on a salad, um, get creative with it. But if you eat cilantro, um, you're enhancing your life by a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So um, they even sell cilantro supplements now. You can get them in liquid or even in a pill form. But um, the best way to really get anything is through the whole food itself. So that is the health tip of the day. And go ahead. I know you're going to hate that one, Mom. <laughs> she hates cilantro. A lot of people think it's too strong of a taste, but it's good for you. Very potent, very powerful. May I say something? Yes, yes you please. may. Please eat the semillas, 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 semilla. You um, know what? I'm not sure what a semilla the, is. The the little fruits from watermelon. Oh, oh the, seeds. the seeds. The seeds. That seeds. I'm forgetting. Yeah. I'm remembering my Spanish slowly but surely. <laughs> you have to eat that. Yes. Everybody took away because they don't like. It doesn't taste. And is the best for health is antioxidante. I don't know what an antioxidant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We actually heard that the other day through Dr. Anthony William. William. Yeah. Um, that eat your watermelon seeds. Yes, they're really good for you. Yeah, and every other seed really. All all the seeds. Um, all the, the seeds fruits really are good. extremely beneficial. Although you know we've been told that oh maybe it has some sort of carcinogen. Well, that's all nonsense. 
these seeds that are coming from a lot of these fruits are extremely healthy um, and extremely, um, you know, an amazing healer of the body. So. Yeah. So there you go. You just got two health tips of <laughs> yeah. this episode. <laughs> so we'll be offering health tips at the end of each episode just to uh, keep you interested <laughs> and help you out with your healing concerns. Um, but for now, thank you, Leda, for thank letting you. us interview you. We've had Thanks a wonderful time. Guys. And we will be uh, leaving, sadly leaving Palomino on Saturday, heading to Minca, which is a coffee um, town situated uh, above Santa Marta in the mountains. Um, beautiful area, at least yeah. I've seen from pictures. Um, and so we'll be up there and uh, exploring that area, and you never know, we might might come across somebody else we'd like to interview and mm-hmm. um but we look forward to talking to you next time yeah and if you can give us a like on facebook at soul and wonder or soul and wonder inc yep. and once again you can find us at www.soulandwonder.com and our email is transform at soulandwonder.com we look forward to Recording our next episode up in the mountains of Minka. Ciao. 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 Thank you. that delicious sound no it's not the freshly fried patty of the crispy mcchicken sandwich well actually it is but it's also the sound of a debt being paid because this golden crisp chicken could be the very first meal you treat your parents to yes parental payback is now available in many delicious mcdonald's deals like buy one get one for a dollar every day at mcdonald's mix and match a new hot and spicy mcchicken with classics like a mcdouble mcchicken or four-piece chicken mcnuggets price and participation may vary This might look like a normal job, but it's not. When hackers infiltrate networks and steal or destroy proprietary data, we're all at risk. Earn a master's degree in cybersecurity online at Grand Canyon University and help protect your company from cyber threats by performing vulnerability assessments and threat hunting to catch hackers. What do you think protecting your company looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.